the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, Danielle Alvarez is going to join us. She's from the RNC. And bank your vote. Danielle, what's this all about? Thanks so much for having me on. Good morning to everyone. So the RNC is excited to have launched yesterday our Bank Your Vote initiative. Your listeners can head to bankyourvote.com. But essentially, we are going to do a full-fledged push online, on the airwaves, door-to-door, making phone calls so that voters bank their vote ahead of Election Day and we can get as many pre-Election Day votes as possible and win big in 2024. The thing that we've learned cycle after cycle is that it's no longer an Election Day. It's an election season, and you can't use a football reference. You can't wait till the fourth quarter to start scoring touchdowns. you got to put points on the board all four quarters. So we're going to make sure that we work with the entire Republican ecosystem and campaigns and candidates to make that happen. All right, so explain to my listeners, because I've been talking about this, that we had to change the way that we were doing things about mail-in ballots and all the rest, because the Democrats have been eating our lunch about that. So as, as you look at this, why is it so important for people to understand that this has all changed? So let's talk a little bit historically Um, Because I think it's really important for people to, first of all, have confidence in our elections. And we know had an issue during the coronavirus pandemic. A lot of laws were stripped through executive actions um, because of the pandemic. And, and, And we saw the results of that in 2020. And so what the RNC focused on last cycle in 2022 was an election integrity initiative. We were in over 100 lawsuits across the country. We made sure to defend states that had good laws passed, for example, Florida and Georgia um, and other states across the country, we made sure to fight bad laws. We made sure that when there were election officials who had good laws on the books that didn't want to follow them, we said, no way, we sued. And we also had a massive poll watcher and poll worker program. We've had about 80,000 volunteers across the country. So thank you to everyone who volunteered. That's step one. We have to have confidence in our election and now that we are fixing that broken system and all republicans the entire republican ecosystem has been working on this we need our voters to bank their vote either earlier via absentee whatever the law of your state allows we want to make sure that you are banking your vote because that's the only way we're going to win in 2024 you said it best democrats have been doing this for a long time we can't wait until Election Day, you know, where in some states we have a month plus of voting to cast our ballot in 13 hours. OK, so tell, talk about ballot harvesting, because, you know, I I have some real doubts about how how fair that is and that they're not breaking the law in many cases on this. This is something the RNC is going to get involved in. Now, we're going to do it fairly, but we're going to we're going to get out and do this. This makes sure a lot of people that maybe don't get their wouldn't get their ballots in now will get their ballots in. Is that not correct? And so what we have to consider here is 
first of all, at, at the RNC and as Republicans, we don't love ballot harvesting. I mean, you just stated that. We don't love ballot harvesting. But no. the reality is, is that it's part of the law in certain states. And so where it is legal, we have to play by the rules of the game in order to win. You know, you can't go into a fight with your hand tied behind your back. You need to make sure that where ballot harvesting is legal, for example, in California, there's a Democrat majority in California, but guess what? In California, ballot harvesting is legal, and Republicans worked to ballot harvest to make sure that we were working with our local Republican Party, with local churches, to ballot harvest, and we were able to flip seats and gain the House majority by picking up seats in California. So we, where ballot harvesting is legal, we've got to play by the rules of the game, and we can't go into the fight, like I said, with a hand tied behind our back. So we're we're going to make sure we did it uh, last cycle in states again, like Montana and California. We're going to make sure that we are fighting everywhere because we have to keep our eye on the prize. The goal here is to make Joe Biden a one-term president. No, absolutely. That is the number one goal coming up in November 2024. But it's like you're saying, you're going to have to start voting early. It almost it almost sounds like what I heard when I was a, a kid and a young man, I grew up outside of Chicago, was, was vote early and vote often. I mean, that, that's what the Democrats used to say a lot of times where I grew up at. We're not saying cheat. We're just saying we've got to use every means at our disposal to make sure we get every vote for Republicans that can be counted. We absolutely have to. And so it's something that the RNC is going to invest in. Again, we're going to be investing monetarily online, on the airwaves. We have a massive uh, door-to-door volunteer grassroots ground game operation. So we're going to be talking to voters. And we encourage everyone to get involved. Again, go to bankyourvote.com. Anybody listening, go to bankyourvote.com. Find out more about our program. I mean, you just talked about where you grew up. I'm, I'm born and raised in Florida. And listen, for a long time, Florida was the butt of all election jokes. Right. Um, but we've managed to get it together. And so we need to train our voters like like we did in Florida, where we've got to cast our votes by any means necessary. Right. Look, hopefully we can go in person, whether it's earlier on Election Day. But if you're not able to do that, then one, we've got to protect the vote, which the RNC has invested in and is, is doing again, with our partners across the Republican Party and across the country, we've got to protect the vote so that we have that confidence to cast our vote early and cast our vote by absentee if that's the only method in which we can. All right, so let me ask you one last question then. Where do we move this into a state initiative? I mean, we're talking national here with the Republican National Committee and bankyourvote.com. What about your state uh, committees uh, in the Republican uh, uh, committees. I mean, here in Arkansas, we're we're one of the reddest states in the union. What should we be doing right now uh, to to help uh, get every one of those Republican votes uh, counted? And that's thank you so much because while the RNC is leading the charge, this only works if we change hearts and minds. We know the skepticism after the 2020 election, what happened with the COVID pandemic, of going and and voting in a method outside of voting on election day. Mm-hmm. But we have to have those conversations. That's why I encourage everyone to go to bankyourvote.com so that you have the tools and you have the resources to talk to your neighbors, to understand how the RNC 
and the Arkansas GOP, for example, and each state party is fighting in their state. The RNC is also talking to all the state parties. Uh, we're making sure to talk to all campaigns because we need candidates. We need their campaigns, their consultants on this messaging as well. We need to make sure that everyone goes and banks their vote, that they vote early. Because what we can do if you cast your vote early is then pivot the conversation to maybe talk to soft Republicans who aren't sure, maybe persuade independents, maybe go after some soft Democrats. And that's how we will win in 2024. All right. Danielle, I got to tell you, I appreciate you coming in uh, or coming and joining us my phone today and talking about bank your vote. And I'm happy to hear that the Republican National Committee has changed their whole philosophy about this and understand that we had to change our philosophy if we wanted to win. We are. We're fighting. We're fighting everywhere. One last plug. I hope all of your listeners can head to bankyourvote.com. And I thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share. Thanks, Danielle. We'll appreciate you. Thank you so much. We'll have you back on. Talk about this again in the near future. With the Dave Ellswick Show here on uh, 101.1 FM, the, uh, the answer. And you want to know what today's weather is going to be like? What's the weather like out there? It's hot. Real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. There you go. That's how hot it is out there. William, you don't want to be here right now. It's hot. Well, I'm up here in the northeast, and the entire place looks like it's on fire. So yeah. I don't know. I, I, might, I might take the heat over the feeling like I'm, uh, I went a little too far south. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, turn around and feel like you're gagging all the time up there. I mean, I can't believe those pictures I saw in New York City with that orange sky. That was in, incredible. Yeah, it's uh, I, luckily I'm not, I'm not quite in that, but uh, it, you would think that every neighbor of mine is burning his leaves right now. The entire neighborhood just smells like uh, fall leaves on fire. Did you hear that they they now released uh, information from Canada? They've got they've got 400 fires going on up there in Canada, and they're asking countless nations to send people to help them put them all out. Wow. That is in, that is incredible. What what a uh, what an amazing disaster. Yeah, I bet you it's because they haven't taken care of the undergrowth and things of that nature. You know, the the, the environmentalists tell them do this and do that, and it's typically not good forest management. They don't like to do burns and stuff like that. And you got to do that stuff, or you end up with what we're seeing right now. That's just terrible. Yeah. I saw I saw a picture, a satellite picture from space. And you could see the smoke from all the way up there in the northeast, from Maine, all the way down the east coast, and swinging across into the Midwest. Yeah, it's just it's just incredible. And as somebody who's near it, I can tell you, it's uh, it's a hope it, hope it doesn't come down your way. It's not fun. Well, we've got a little bit of it, but we can't tell whether it's smoke from the fires or if it's just the humidity in the air. <laughs> That's right. Down here. That's right. Well, as a, as a Florida native, uh, I uh, I certainly uh, empathize with your position. I, it's, uh, that 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 heat and humidity is a bad combo. Well, I'm not worried about. It. I go spend two weeks in Florida every year. I go down to Panama Beach and spend a, a couple of weeks there at the Osprey, and I love it right there along the Gulf. That's a great great place to go to. Where were you from in uh, Florida? Originally grew up in Sarasota, Florida, and, and couldn't agree more. I, I'm always baffled, uh, especially now that you've got woke Disney and all that nonsense, why people always want to go to the middle of the state of Florida on their vacation. 
That's the worst part. You want to go to the coast where there's a nice breeze. You got that right. I mean, unless there's a, you know, a red wave come in or whatever, it's a wonderful place to be at. And I just like to go down and, and, and eat fish. I mean, that's my big thing. I like, I like seafood. So I go down there and, and uh, eat a lot of oysters and things of that nature. It's a great time. So tell my listeners what you want them to know about today there, William. Certainly. Well, <clears throat> my name is William Hill. I'm the executive director of the oldest consumer protection organization in the United States, Consumers Research. And two years ago, we launched an ongoing multi-million dollar ad campaign to educate consumers and to push back against companies when they go woke instead of serving their consumers. And our latest target that we just released yesterday is Bank of America. This is a bank that wraps itself in the flag, that tries to use patriotism to uh, accumulate customers. And yet, at the same time, they are doing countless things to undermine our national security, our energy security, and our rights. And I'll just go into a little bit of the detail there. Yeah, please. Uh, They've attacked our Second Amendment rights. They're pushing back on, um, on gun ownership. They've helped implement uh, tracking that would, you know, track when you make a gun purchase. People may have heard about that. They are attacking our energy security. They are part of a group focused on pursuing what they call net zero targets with their loan portfolios. So in other words, they are making it harder for uh, people who are in the oil recovery and discovery business to get financing. They're attacking agriculture. They're basically saying that if you want a loan to you know, run a cattle ranch or to raise crops, you're going to have to agree to change your operations to hit these so-called net zero targets, which is going to make it harder for those farmers to make a living, but also going to raise prices for consumers. So it's really a hit to both to both the producer and the consumers. And so we are we launched this campaign to tell them cut it out. You're not the Bank of America right now. You're the Bank of Un-America, which is where people can get more information. Bank of Un-America.org. and we actually have billboards and and a television campaign running we have in fact in conway arkansas uh we have uh, a mobile billboard up educating people about what bank of america is doing to undermine their interests explain to me because i i just don't get this i have been a, a staunch defender of big business in america for years i mean years and now we turn and watch big business attack the very country that has protected them to become the businesses that they are. It, it is rather baffling. I, I think what a lot of what goes into it is uh, the Republicans, uh, rightly so, wanting to see you know more production and, and more goods at lower prices for consumers, have defended big business, both small and large, from government intervention. What the cynical people in charge of some of these companies have realized is that they had more to gain by cozying up to the left in terms of quid pro quo from the government. In other words, special favors from people like the Federal Reserve or the bureaucrats that run uh, the Treasury Department. So they started, you know, doing favors for the radical left. And because they knew that they had sort of our support, uh, conservative support, they went out and and tried to, you know, uh, uh, get some help from the Democrats as well by by, uh, cozying up to them. And you're seeing the, the net effect of this now is that they have basically betrayed all these conservatives who supported them for so many years. It's so time we push back. These companies do business is what you're saying. A hundred percent right. And probably the best example of that is look at these companies that have a, a DEI department, a so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion. All that means is that they have a department that's committed solely 
to pushing the corporation in the left-wing direction. They don't add to the bottom line. These departments don't help them serve their consumers or help them save costs or come up with new products. Their exclusive job is to push the company a left-wing direction and to grow their dominion over the company. And that's part of what we're pushing back against. They need to they need to cut these people out. They don't serve a purpose. They need to focus on their consumers, not far-left politics. Is that why we're seeing people like Disney become so aggressive about the LBGTQ community and things of that nature? 100%. It's a combination of what's going on inside the company and these DEI departments and the human resources departments, but also from the financial services industry, and this gets back to the Bank of America. You have large banks and asset managers who will restrict access to capital to these companies and, and even potentially you know fire some of their boards of directors if they don't play ball with their far-left progressive politics. We've seen this with companies like BlackRock and their CEO, Larry Fink, another target of our campaign. Um, and so we're seeing this with, with banks as well, uh, you know, restricting capital unless you will agree to to uh, kowtow to the far left. All right. So you mentioned DEI, which I turn around to DIE, die. That's what causes companies to die. But there's also ESG, and that is a big one that's affecting a lot of companies today and, in essence, affecting a lot of Americans. A hundred percent. And this this DEI thing is, is really part of the whole ESG phenomenon. Um, basically, these large financial institutions, asset managers, and banks like, like Bank of America will condition their access to capital on kowtowing to the, to the far left. And unfortunately, in terms of the asset managers, a lot of them are using our investment dollars, you know, state, local, and federal pension funds that supposedly belong to the people to push these this far-left agenda. And if the companies don't play ball, you know, people look at Anheuser-Busch and see the drop in sales and say, why, why are they doing this? Well, the reason they did it is because they have to answer to their shareholders, and right now their shareholders are these large asset managers uh, like BlackRock. So you're 100% where we have to we have to push back against the companies, but also have to push back against the big financial services companies like Bank of America and BlackRock who are in bed together and pushing a woke agenda. All right, so... How do the how does an average American who's sitting and, and listening to us now and has a, a six pack of Coors Light or whatever, and uh, you know, you know how do how do we deal with with these people? How do we bring them to their senses, so to speak? That's a fantastic question. And the good news is, consumers and American citizens should not feel like like there is no hope. They should feel empowered. Look at what's happened to Target. Look at what's happened to Anheuser Busch. They basically have two or three major uh, uh, leverages of power. First, they can stop doing business with companies that undermine their interests. That's part of why we launched these education campaigns, so people would know. So if you're a Bank of America customer, maybe you consider moving your money to to another bank, maybe a regional bank that doesn't doesn't engage in, in woke politics. That's number one, change your purchasing habits and who you do business with. Number two is call your elected officials. As I said before, a lot of these uh, financial services companies either do business with your state or manage money for your state and let them know that you don't want your state's money being used against your own interests. And we've seen a groundswell of states. There's already 11 states this year who've passed anti-ESG legislation, and we believe there's probably going to be three to four more that will add to that. And that's because of citizens like your, your viewers or listeners calling up and letting their state elected officials know that they don't want their money being used to undermine their interests. And the last thing I would just say is when you change your business or if you're cha- considering changing your business, make sure your voice is heard. Don't just move the money. 
leave them an email, call their customer service line on the way out, and let them know why you're doing it. Because it sounds crazy, but the CEOs really do listen to that kind of stuff. It's one thing to see a drop in sales. It's another thing to see an overwhelming amount of communications explaining why people are so angry. So that's important as well. Don't just use your exit. Use your voice to push back on these companies. All right. Michael, thank you for joining us. Uh, Here in Arkansas, we've already cut ties uh, or for uh, or I said Michael William pardon me Uh, we've already cut ties with uh, a lot of these ESG companies and we don't put our our pension money and things of that nature in those companies and uh, we try to do that and we've been talking to our listeners about it uh, as well but keep up the good fight We're, we're fighting them in the boardroom now that's very important Absolutely. Thank you so much for educating your listeners. This is one of the most important fights we have going on in the country today. All right. We appreciate you. 918 on a Thursday. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Let's get a break in, and then we'll come back. We'll talk more here on the show. Don't forget about PI Roofing, what PI Roofing is doing for you as far as taking care of roofs. I mean, since we had the tornado that went through West Little Rock and through uh, part of North Little Rock and over into Cabot and Jacksonville and those areas, uh, a lot of people are needing roofing uh, repairs done to their homes. It might take them a little while, but I'll tell you this much, the the work that they'll do on your roof will be fantastic. It will be highly professional. Uh, the folks at uh, PI Roofing do a fantastic job uh, they're the only people who work on my roof. I've had them replace my roof twice. Uh, when I first bought the house, I needed a new roof on it, took care of that, and then we had a bad hailstorm uh, uh, last year, and I had PI Roofing come out and look at it, and sure enough, we needed a new roof because of that. They are your roof leak detectives. They'll get you uh, taken care of so no more uh, rain can get in your house and things of that nature put you in line and then get to your roof uh, as they get to other people's roofs. You give them a call, 501-707-3115. They'll, do, they'll deal with all the, the stuff dealing with uh, insurance and stuff. Uh, you won't even have to worry about it. 501-707-3115. Tell them Dave Ellswick called, told you uh, to call them or visit them online, piroofing.com. Uh, we're going to talk about the big event that's coming up on July 15th in just a moment. We're also going to talk about Constitution Camp uh, that's coming up in July as well. But before we do that, this is a story that uh, came across my phone just a few moments ago. China has reached a secret deal with Cuba to establish an electronic eavesdropping facility on that island roughly 100 miles from Florida. That according to the uh, Wall Street Journal, and they reported on that uh, just this morning, citing U.S. officials familiar with this classified intelligence. Such a facility would allow Beijing to gather electronic communications from the southeastern United States, which houses many of our U.S. military bases as well as monitor ship traffic, the newspaper reported. The U.S. Central Command Headquarters is based in Tampa, uh, uh, Fort Liberty, formerly Fort Bragg, the largest U.S. military base, is based in North Carolina. 
The uh, countries have reached an agreement in principle, the official said, with China to pay Cuba several billion dollars to allow the eavesdropping station, according to the journal. Uh, I cannot speak to this specific report, but we are well aware of and have spoken many times to the People's Republic of China's efforts to invest in infrastructure around the world that may have military purposes, including in this hemisphere. That from John Kirby, spokesperson for the White House National Security Council. It was a statement from him. Wow. Uh, We monitor it closely, he went on to say. Take steps to counter it and remain confident that we are able to meet all of our security commitments at home, in the region, and around the world. The Chinese and Cuban embassies in Washington did not immediately respond to requests for comment. The agreement between the two U.S. rivals, both ruled by communist governments, has caused alarm in the Biden administration. Oh, wait a second. I thought they had it under control. Why big alarm then? Uh, the newspaper said, posting a new threat in the country's backyard. The reported deal comes as Washington and Beijing are taking tentative steps to uh, soothe tensions that spiked after a suspected Chinese high-altitude spy balloon. It's not suspected anymore. That was proven. We knew it. We, we looked at the equipment that that balloon carried. We know that they were spying on us. Uh, well, it crossed the United States before the U.S. military shot it down off the East Coast back in February. It would also raise questions about a trip to China that U.S. officials say Secretary of State uh, Anthony uh, Blinken is planning in coming, coming weeks, months after Washington's top diplomat scrapped the visit over the spy balloon incident. Said Marco Rubio, U.S. Senator from uh, Florida, the threat to America from Cuba isn't just real. It is far worse than that. Uh, a cash infusion would likely be welcomed in communist-ruled Cuba, where the economy is sputtering with inflation, fuel shortages, plunging farm production, and a cash crunch drag on output and continues to fan discontent in the communist-run island nation. The intelligence on the plans for a Cuba station was gathered in recent weeks and was convincing, the journal reported. The officials said it would allow China to conduct signals intelligence, including emails, phone calls, and satellite transmissions. I'm used to this. When I was stationed over on Guam uh, every day, now th- this was with the Russians, we could, we could be walking along the base and you could look out on the China Sea and see the trawlers going around Guam with all the antennas on their, on their ship. And they were trying to to gather up as much intelligence as they could. And, of course, uh, protecting that intelligence was a huge full-time obligation. The Air Force and Big Navy at the other end of the island. So uh, it's nothing new except that they want to build it in Cuba. Now, you remember when, when the Russians wanted to build things in Cuba, we got real serious with them. Let's see what the Biden administration does. Because they're Democrats as well. I mean, Kennedy was a Democrat, but he was anti-communist. What is, uh, what's Biden? We'll find out more in the coming weeks. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? 
I'm well. Thank you for having me on. How are you? Doing well, today? you come on. You come on my show, and you get to you get to smile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the good news. I love your show. All the news that you get here on on the Dave Ellswick show. Because I'll tell you that right now, you're not going to see that on uh, probably on the news tonight. Right. It won't be there. It's being reported, but I don't. I doubt if they'll they'll have it. Locally, they'll have nothing. Uh, uh, nationally, they might have. 20 seconds right and it'll be about because it's not important yeah. it really is important need you to lean into the mic a little bit there mm-hmm. let's talk about what's coming up on july 15th because uh we're going to put together a spot for it and tell everybody about it a lot more than what we have here in the in the in the, in the past but uh carrie lake is coming that's right she is coming to cabot arkansas on july 15th uh, we have an all-day pro-america god first event and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun as you said carrie lake is our keynote speaker and we have a series of other great speakers and um, attendees and of course you are going to be one of well, our i'll be there gonna, i never miss something like this <laughs> and we are so excited to have you and grateful for your uh, support of this project with absolutely us. so you'll be there uh, during lunch interviewing some of our uh, great speakers and so uh, in addition to carrie lake we have garrett ziegler he is the guy behind marco polo he has hunter biden's laptop so he's going to tell everyone about what is inside hunter biden's laptop we have uh, not, Mark- not just the pictures right oh yeah well uh we're gonna keep it g-rated for okay the most part. oh there's some pictures <laughs> that's hard i mean <laughs> yeah yeah his his laptop is just a pile of filth but um we have Mark Cook coming. He is Carrie Lake's expert witness in her lawsuit that is currently winding its way through the judicial system in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be there to talk to us about election integrity. We have uh, Robert Steinbuck, a professor from UALR Bowen School. He's on my show every week except this week. He's taken a week off and... Uh, Nick Horton will be on from Opportunity Arkansas with me on Friday. Okay. Well, we love Robert Steinbuck. He's a true champion oh, of the people. Great. And, and uh, so we're excited to have him. He's going to talk about the weaponization of the justice system. Mm-hmm. So he will give you all that information from an attorney's perspective, a legal scholar's perspective. Let's see. We have Charles Fuquay, another Arkansas attorney, who's going to talk about the de-dollarization and where our monetary system is headed. And then we're going to have a panel of uh, fierce mama bears who are fighting the libraries and all of the uh, pornographic material and the uh, the propaganda and the LGBT alphabet soup agenda that is uh, that is taking over our libraries, our taxpayer-funded libraries. So we've got some great mama bears who are going to come in, compare notes, and uh, hopefully inspire others to go back to their respective counties and fight those battles there because we all have to be fighting. Well, I've been told that uh, there's going to be a major explosion happening shortly uh, dealing with what's going on in Pulaski County. Uh, with a lot of this material, and in the Pulaski Special School District, and uh, their just over-the-top support of the uh, LGBTQ community. So uh, I'm I'm interested. I'm waiting. I can't tell you. I can't tell you on the air yet because I've been sworn that I, you know, to embargo that. But as soon as it becomes available, you'll hear the people that are involved, and it's very uh, important people. Great. Very. Okay, great. Well, I will be listening intently to your show to find out what this great information is that you have. I'm, I'm hopeful that we're going to see some um, some more 
positive movement to protect our children. Well, I'm I'm really upset because, look, I I don't have anything against gay people. I mean, I I want them to flourish in their in their own lives. I think that they, 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 their belief system is going to cause them all kinds of problems. But here's the key. They have the right to do those things. What they don't have the right to do is to force it down my throat. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've, 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 been, uh, they've been doing that. Who's on the line? This is Sarah Dunklin, 1st Congressional District Chair. Oh. Uh, so I'm Jennifer's counterpart in the 1st District in District 1. Okay, good. Well, welcome to the show. All right. Thank you. I just want to reiterate that it's so important to show up. And, it's yes, it's going to be an incredibly fun event. It's, it's going to be something you definitely don't want to miss. But we also need to show up in our numbers to reiterate the point that we understand how important our time is right now in America and that we will stand up for our freedom and, and we won't stand for uh, that being diminished in Arkansas. And so it's so important to be at this event and to stand up and speak out and also for the districts to get to know each other from across the state. We want everyone to uh, be able to know other, others from the other districts and to really join together in one voice for freedom okay so the the districts that are going to be there are going to be whom again jennifer one two and four okay three's not coming three's not coming we extended the invitation a couple of times right sarah and uh yes it was declined both times uh, times. who's the person that's ahead of the the third district susan gessler is that right sarah yes susan gessler Okay, I'll give her a call and find out why they don't want to come. Be, that's kind of one makes me wonder. I mean, it really does. But, uh, yeah, we'd like to find out what their reason is. You would think that all four districts would want to show up for this. Well, and, you know, even though the district executive uh, committee did not agree to join us in this endeavor, the people are still oh, welcome. Yeah, Everyone absolutely. is welcome, and uh, we will embrace them. So okay. we hope they'll join us. Be interested to see that. So uh, you, you tell us, uh, uh, Sarah, what, what excitement uh, you think that this is going to bring to the uh, the grassroots movement. Well, I, I definitely think it will bring excitement. Um, I think it, it's good to stand together. In this very important time in history, we have to stand together. And so this is bringing the conservative movement together in our state across multiple districts. Um, you know, it, it, it's when we stand together as one voice, it's so, it's so important that we do that. That is, that is how we make sure that we maintain freedom in our state and, you know, take back freedoms that we've lost in our state. And so this is critical. Yeah, just for everybody's uh, uh, information, there'll be more than just this uh, speech by Kerry. I mean, you're going to have breakout sessions and all kinds of stuff. I mean, you mentioned Robert's going to be there and some other people are going to be there. Some of the folks are going to be there teaching, uh, you know, information that you won't get anyplace else. 
That's right. Yeah. One uh, speaker that I failed to mention is uh, Jason Bollinger. He is the chair of the Faulkner County Republican Committee. He is a, a great chairman, and he is going to hold a breakout session on recruiting great uh, conservative candidates and getting them elected in 2024. So that breakout session is called Ground Game 2024. Yeah, because bottom line, the election is not that far away. First, we heard today, well, yesterday, the first Republican debate will be on August 23rd. That's less than 12 weeks away. Right. That is very, very close. I don't know if either of you heard uh, during the, the, the 8 o'clock hour today, I had the RNC on, and they were talking about bank your vote and uh, what the uh, RNC is doing now about getting every vote counted, every vote out. Uh, and the way they're doing that is doing what the Democrats have been eating our lunch at, which are mail-in uh, votes and going out ballot harvesting in the churches and things of that nature. It was very interesting talking to them today. We're, you know, to be honest, we're behind on that. Oh, we yeah. need to, we need to count we need to to catch up on that. Uh, will you guys maybe talk a little bit about that as well? Uh, what the RNC should be doing? Yeah, I will happily talk about what the RNC should be doing now and what they should have started doing many years ago. Well, you stay with me. We'll okay. we'll, t- we'll talk about it today. <laughs> okay. All right. As far as that goes, let me tell everybody real quickly though here about Pat Davis and your health plan, man. Uh, if you want to save some money, here's the key. Let me ask this question of you. You know, have you ever thought why you pay a car payment or a partial house payment over a a year's time for your health plan and you hardly ever use it because perhaps you don't ever meet the deductible? You don't meet the deductible, you can have the greatest health, health plan in the world and it doesn't kick in and help you out. You tired of copays? How would you like to have a health plan that has no co-pays in fact how would you like to have a health plan that you can save 30 to 50 percent on health premiums and on top of that get paid when you go to a doctor instead of having a copay now see i asked you those questions because i know what your answer is i mean like i'm like a lawyer you never ask a question that you don't know what the answer is going to be you don't want to be asking questions if you don't know what the answer is going to be. I know your answer is here. You want to save all that money. It only makes sense that you want to save all that money. Well, that's what Pat Davis can do for you. Uh, 30 to 50% on your health premiums, no co-pays, less deductibles, which means uh, you can start using that insurance a lot quicker. And, uh, you know, you can be totally honest with yourself and uh, you know, ask yourself, do you get paid by your insurance plan when you go to the doctor, have surgery, things like that? Well, Pat will teach you how you can do that, and he can save you a lot of money. As an individual uh, or a family person, you can save thousands of dollars. If you are a small businessman and you're offering your employees insurance as well, you can save tens of thousands of dollars. Here's all you got to do. Call or text one five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five. That's one five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five. Ask your questions; they'll give you their answers. That's your health plan man, or online yourhealthplanman.com. dot com. All right, back with you. 
Let me uh, ask uh, Sarah, who is here from the 1st District. Sarah, what are some of the things that uh, the districts will be doing leading up to this event in July? I mean, you're going to have your your regular meetings and things of that nature. Will you be talking about this as well? Right. All the county committees will be meeting up until July, but what we'll be doing when we get to the meeting is, you know, we'll have a a two-hour meeting with Carrie Lake. We'll do, uh, the the meeting will be basically focused on her, may do a couple of resolutions. Then we'll have have lunch and uh, we'll we'll do interviews with you and also uh, Jenny Lauren of Conduit News. And then we will head into our breakout sessions, which are by choice. So if there's someone who doesn't want to attend one, we're doing them in sets of two. And at the end, we'll have a prayer led by Pastor Iverson Jackson of AACA. So um, should be a great time. I would say on that RNC issue, you know, I think that it's a secret that the RNC does not get it right. They're, they have talked a lot over the years. The action in the ground game has been limited. That's no secret. That's just fact. Um, and so even the name, Bank Your Vote, shows that they don't get it. With everything going on in the banking system right now, in the financial system, in the RNC's view, naming it that would be, you know, making people feel protected. I think with the de-dollarization, people don't feel protected, right? Major changes are going on in all areas of our country. So um, I hope that it's not just a lot of talk. I hope that there's action associated with the, with the talk. There's, it's no secret that the Democrats have a much better ground game than we do. Um, but I would say this, at the end of the day, it's up to every single one of us. It's not up to the RNC. It's up to every single one of us to take action in our communities to make sure that we get our friends and family out to vote, um, that we get into the precincts, that we you know, make sure that we get our own vote out. So, Well, I, I agreed with the lady who was on uh, from the RNC in that she said that we have to get away from thinking of the election being Election Day because we now have election season. When you look at the, how many weeks ahead you can vote and things of that nature, and I agree with that. They should have been talking about that a long time ago. But, yeah, check out BankYourVote.com, and then I'll have you guys on again, and you can, we can talk about that and see what you think about their new uh, process that they're looking to do. How's that sound to you? Sounds great. Uh, hopefully it's not just talk. Hopefully that transitions into action. Well, I I agree with you on that. I, I know McDaniels is at the top, not my choice, but the person that was put in there. And uh, we'll see what uh, what ideas that he has. I just know that they're way behind on it and doing, uh, you know, vote harvesting and things of that nature. We should have been doing that years ago. And I totally agree. And I can, you know, provide a little history if, if you want, if we have yeah. a second. So back in the 70s and 80s, the RNC embarked on a campaign. Okay, they I'm going to ask you to hold on. I just okay. looked at my clock. i got to get a break. Sarah, <laughs> right. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to come back and talk further with Jennifer. It's Dave Ellswick's show here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. So what was that uh, forecast? What's the weather like out there? It's hot, real hot. Hot of this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. <laughs> Gotta love Robin Williams. Gotta love him. All right. Uh, Jennifer Lancaster is our guest. Uh, She's District 2. 
uh, chairman, correct? That's right. All right. Want to make sure everybody had that correct. We've been talking about what's coming up in July 15th. But before we go back to that, we had started at the bottom of the hour talking about a little bit of history about this whole thing about, bank, you know, this bank to vote new system that they're talking about uh, from the Republican National Committee. But uh, you're not sold on the fact that they're really serious. Oh, no, I'm not. I agree with everything that uh, Sarah Dunklin just said. Um, and uh, just to provide a little bit of history, back in the 70s, I think it was early 80s, the RNC embarked on a program in which they sent minorities flyers warning them of the penalties of uh, violating voting laws. So the DNC sued, and the RNC ultimately agreed to a consent a decree, which allowed a federal judge to uh, monitor their ballot security um, programs. So the federal judge, he hated the RNC. And, what uh, a big surprise. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and he kept it under the consent decree from about 1981 until 2008. I mean, think about the that. The RNC never fought back. Never fought back. They And then... Um, he eventually died, and then uh, the voter, the RNC, just didn't engage in any voter integrity initiatives during that time. Nothing, and uh, so when the when the judge finally died, um, the RNC's oversight ended. But we really haven't seen anything. And I will tell you that back in uh, 2000, um, I have firsthand experience with this, and so that's why I can speak to. I feel like I can tell you my experience. But um, back in 2000. My husband and I were both attorneys. We went up to Wisconsin, and there we represented President Donald Trump during his uh, recount of the 2020 election. And uh, so we were both attorneys on the floor, and we were invited to stay out of the 60-plus attorneys that were there. We were six that were asked to stay and be a part of his litigation team. And so uh, I, I saw how the RNC was not actively involved. We did not have much support. However, what they were involved with was raising money, mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of dollars that did really not go anywhere. We didn't have financial support. We didn't have their support um, in any form or fashion, I think, because the liberal media does what the liberal media does best, and they made it look like we were a bunch of kooks when we said, hey, something is not right here. Mm-hmm. We want to investigate this process, and then they were, you know, debunking and calling it all, you know, this is, we're election deniers, even though truly the election deniers were Hillary. Conspiracists. Exactly, but you know, it's funny how Hillary Clinton and the other 150 Democrats that were calling uh, the 2016 election in which Donald Trump, when they were saying that was he was an illegitimate president mm-hmm. and there was election fraud, they're not election deniers. But now that we are saying, hey, something's not right. Now, we're election deniers. It's really interesting how that works, right? No, it works that way because the media has given up their fourth pillar status of being uh, the force to uphold truth mm-hmm. in our country. They don't even know what truth is. No, they, they wouldn't know if no. it bit them in the butt. Right. It's all about the dollar signs yep. and uh, control. But, yeah, so um, I, my husband, I came back and I went to, to work at the Arkansas Supreme Court. My husband went back and he represented a former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice, Michael Gableman. He is a Trump appointee. He worked in the Trump White House and the Wisconsin Assembly, which is their version of our legislature, they appointed him to investigate the 2020 election in Wisconsin. My husband went back to Wisconsin and represented him as the, um, as the uh, former um, as 
Michael Gableman's attorney. And again, the RNC was nowhere to be seen. They were not. Uh, they were not helpful. There was no support, even though they found a great deal of proof of election fraud. Now, and I'll also tell you, and uh, that when. Um, Justice Gableman presented a pathway to the Wisconsin Assembly, a pathway to decertification. The Republican Speaker of the House, Robin Voss, shut down their investigation. So their investigation was shut down back in February, March, Mm -hmm. but that was not announced until about September or October of that same year. Why do you think that was? Well, I mean, you have the Republican Speaker of the House shutting down the investigation, why would he do that? They're That's making progress. Question. Yeah. And the RNC is supporting that Speaker of the House. So, you know, there I have a lot of um, concerns. I, you know, we hear a lot of noise and a lot of talk, but I'm with Ms. Dunklin. I'm not going to be convinced until I start seeing some action. Action. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the way you always find out if they're serious. Yeah. And where's the action and also where's the money? Exactly. Where is the money? That's what I'd like to know. And then, you know, I also just want to say that during that 2020 election, it was abundantly clear that the Democrats had been prepared for that. And they were on offense from the word go. I mean, those elections were were coming in. Those election results were coming in. And they had Mark Elias, who you may know, he was John Kerry's, the Clintons, the Obamas. He's their attorney. And he had attorneys already throughout the United States. Well, they had... had ready groups exactly what they call they had a special name for them uh that i remember that came out in the media but what they did is they could be dispatched anywhere in the united states within hours yeah to start bringing forth legal challenges yes and they are even here in arkansas making some of those legal challenges Uh, what a big surprise yes so they are everywhere and that left the the Republicans, we're on defense, unorganized. I mean, where was the RNC? They should have had their own team of attorney of attorneys ready to to fight back. But no, they didn't. You know, they're just again, we're on defense and completely unorganized and not talking. And we have to, as Miss Dunklin said, we have to be united in this front. If we want to take our country back, we have to link arms and refuse to back down. And we have to be constantly on offense because. The other side is they are intent on taking over this country and destroying it from within. Well, here's what I'll say to you who are heads of the districts here in Arkansas. You all must link arms and uh, fight together for the state of Arkansas and just make sure that everything's taken care of here in our state. Right. You know, I, I, don't, I can't get McDaniels on. She never comes on my show. Mm. It's one of her spokesmen. Mm. Always. Oh, of course. Always. All right, so let's go back to the 15th. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about that, because this is stuff that may be talked about on the 15th. I mean, oh, yeah. you're talking about, uh, we heard Sarah talk about you all are getting together, and you're going to be meeting specifically with uh, Carrie Lake, and she's going to talk to you specifically. Yes, that's right. So she is going to be meeting with everyone that attends on, in Cabot on July 15th. And uh, after she speaks, she's going to have a book signing right there. She'll Pictures are available. We're going to have a great lunch included in your $35 admission ticket. We are providing uh, breakfast and lunch. Uh, you get to hear from Carrie Lake. I'm doing pancakes. <laughs> if, they get, if they'll bring in the big old griddle and help me out and 
I need kind of like to be looking for the RNC to make the batter so that I can cook the pancakes. I'll be there, as will uh, Paul, and we'll cook pancakes for you guys. Oh, you guys are the best. That's, I'm, I'm not, that's I'm great. not kidding you. I'll be, be more than happy to do fun that. fun time. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. And so, I mean, you get pancakes from Dave Ellswick and Paul, and then you get to hear him interview some of our fantastic speakers. I mean, Come on, guys, $35. It'll be good. I've got, okay, so where do they have to go to do this? So they can go to Eventbrite and look up the Cary Lake Joint District event, and then that is where they can register, and you will choose your breakout sessions. Um, so they, they are, you'll have two to choose from for every 30 minutes, um, and so you'll just select those, and then there are some other options if you want to picture that there is an additional charge. And uh, you will have to purchase your signed book um, if that's what you uh, want to do. But, yeah, you can go to Eventbrite and check it out and register there. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. These are some things that we're going to see more of uh, the rest of this year and into next year. Uh, we're working on trying to get uh, – Senator Tim Scott to come to Arkansas and speak. I would love to hear what he has to say. I'm a, a big supporter of his. I, I like what he what he did to the the view the other day. That was great. Did you see it? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah he he took him to he took him to school, and it was funny. I mean, you know, Whoopi saying, "Oh, we got to stop now." Oh, you know that kind of. They did not even realize what was going to happen to them. I mean, he put them in their place yes he did he's really good one-on-one yeah you know if you can just let him speak to you ask him questions yeah he seems to really flourish in that environment he knows and you know what you know he's going to be called all kinds of names now i mean they're already calling him those names you know they clarence thomas because he's a supreme court justice Mm -hmm. and he's black but he doesn't adhere to the black ideology that they have they call him uncle tom you know, uh, Rice, they called her Aunt Jemima. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what they do. They they name call. Yeah, but if I call them, if I call <coughs> a, a black Democrat those names, oh, my God. No. It would be incredible, the, the pushback that I would get. All right, let me get my final break in, and we'll come back, and we're going to talk again because I want to talk to you about Constitution Camp. I don't want to forget about that. Don't forget about uh, employee retention. Uh, the employee retention credit, it's called the ERC uh, it's a, for you who are small business people, this is an up to $26,000 per W-2 employee refundable tax credit. It's not a loan. That means you don't have to pay it back. No strings attached on the funds. Supply chain uh, issues may qualify you now, so you need to look into this, and you can get both the ERC and the PPP. Go to ERCEZ123.com for more information. Again, uh, Billy Mack from ICU Protection has been out using his ad time to push this. Let you know, ERCEZ123.com. All right, back. Let's finish up. Uh, We're sitting here with uh, Jennifer Lancaster. She uh, wanted to tell you about what was coming up on July 15th, and we've done that. But there's another July event that's coming up that, for your children, you should make sure they get to take part in. 
That's right, July 24th through 28th. We have Constitution Camp. This is our third year doing this. It's been a great and very popular event. We had over 110 kids attend last year. Um, While I can't give an exact number, that is because a lot of the kids went home, told their siblings about it, and then the siblings showed up the next day with the parents, and the parents were like, can can the siblings stay? You know, the other kids said it was so much fun, and now my other kids want to attend. So um, we, we are presenting the Constitution and our biblical principles in a very fun and engaging way for these kids, because this is the kind of stuff that is not being taught in school. The kids are going to learn about our Judeo-Christian heritage and how our Christian principles inspired this great nation. And we're going to go through the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, and we're going to find those biblical principles and identify them in in specific phrases and then find the the corresponding uh, Bible verse. And so we do that, but we also have a lot of skits, uh, art projects to help reinforce these ideas and concepts. So, for example, the kids learn about Thomas Hobbes and Leviathan and we have a Leviathan inflatable dinosaur that is worn by my kids gymnastics coach she's a fun bubbly just great personality and she comes through and like whacks the kids with the foam sword that's our Leviathan and the kids basically learn that uh, the concept is the more you feed the dinosaur the dinosaur being the government the bigger the dinosaur grows and the more destructive it becomes. So you want to starve the dinosaur of power, um, starve the government of power, starve the dinosaur so that it is small and manageable. And then we do that, we reinforce that concept with an art project. We all go outside and we take a Ziploc baggies with vinegar in it. You drop some uh, vinegar and some paint and then you drop some baking soda in it, zip up the baggie and then you, you set it aside and it explodes. And again, we teach the kids that the, that the vinegar is the government and the baking soda is the power and when you drop it in there and you mix it it just becomes completely uh, messy and unmanageable and that's not what you want so you want to keep government small that is how our founders intended that's what jefferson said yes he did jefferson warned us he did he said the propensity of government is to what grow that's what he said and he was right absolutely right let me tell you how this is working out cato did a new uh study on this and they asked uh, Americans you know should we have surveillance by the government in our own homes scary scary I mean just to think that we would think that we should ask that question nearly a third of those aged 18 to 29 support quote the government installing surveillance cameras in every household in order to reduce domestic violence abuse and other illegal activity. Uh, you go further into that, and they broke it down by race. African Americans, 33% agreed to that. 25% of Hispanics, and then uh, in, with white Americans, only 9%, only 11% Asian Americans. I'm going to get the writer of this article on because I'm a big Cato person. And uh, Emily has been on my show before. She wrote this article. I'll have her back on. And we'll talk about this because it is unnerving mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You want to, I told you this already. 65 plus, folks, 65 plus 5% said that they go along with it. And I say to myself, 5% would go along with that? That don't even make sense to me. See, that's why. What you're doing with this Constitution camp is so important. 
we're teaching them that they have to protect their liberties because the government and there are those out there who will ask them to sacrifice their liberty for a little security. And well, we know what Benjamin Franklin said about that. <laughs> he did. You deserve neither. Yeah, you'll end up with neither. Yes, and and that's true. And so we, that's what this camp is all about. You know, the kids learn that we are our rights come from God and not the government. We have a Very duty good. as Christians to protect those God-given rights. We are stewards of those rights. We are stewards of this country, and we are to delegate and and manage this responsible uh, manage this responsibly manage our rights responsibly manage our our government responsibly and so we have a duty to be involved in this process and to understand uh, why this country has become the greatest country on earth and then to protect it and make sure that it continues as such all right well jennifer again give them the information of how they can be involved with either of these great events that are coming up uh, in July. Okay, so Constitution Camp is for kids second through ninth grade. Again, $35, and you can register at treeoflibertyar.com. Um, and we are accepting volunteers. You can go to that same website and uh, sign up to be a volunteer. And there are background checks uh, for those who are volunteering. Um, oh, I, I, real quick, I want to mention some of our great speakers. We have former Governor Mike Huckabee coming, uh, Attorney General Tim Griffin coming. We have a JP, Clint Chisholm, who's been a real champion against the, the pornography in the library. He's coming, and our sheriff is coming as well, uh, um, Sheriff Wright. So we've got some great speakers lined up, and I think the kids are going to love it. For our event on July 15th, the joint district event with Carrie Lake and some of our other fantastic speakers and, and guests, including Mr. Ellswick, uh, you can go to eventbrite.com, look up joint district meeting with Carrie Lake, and you can register there. And we just look forward to having two wonderful events, and thank you so much for all of your help and support. Well, we'll be talking about this even more so as we get closer to the events, and uh, definitely on the July 15th, but I don't want to forget about Constitution Camp because I'm really impressed with that, Jennifer. You've done a great job with it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 